Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Whenever and wherever you may be listening to us, you have your ears locked into the Caps Locked Chair Shots podcast brought to you by the players named later. My name is Ed. I am your host for these festivities. And joining me as always, he is my arch nemesis, my tag team partner, and my very best friend. You know him from all around the internet and the pool halls of Baltimore, but you can only find his wrestling stuff right here. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Danny Bananas. What's up, Ed? How's it going, man? Long time no talk. It's been like two days since we've done one of these. Man, we got a we got a pretty heavy workload here in front of us. Yes, this is a special edition of the Players Named Later podcast as we revive the Caps Locks and Chair Shots show because, Dan, it is WrestleMania season, and that is the topic of conversation right here, right now, today. It is now Thursday. We are how many days away? We are seven, eight, eight, nine, eight, 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 or nine, technically. All right, and the WrestleMania card is pretty much in effect. We do have a few things that are still to be decided. For example, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez will face three other teams. We don't know who they are yet. We don't know who some of the Hall of Famers are yet. We know the Grand Muta. We know Rey Mysterio. We know Andy Kaufman. There's still a woman out there we don't know. There's still a tag team out there we don't know. So, And we don't know who's inducting anybody. We can make assumptions on that. But the Hall of Fame is an afterthought. We have NXT. Their big show the day before or the afternoon before. They're going to run that on Saturday afternoon again. That is running on Saturday. Uh, I am 90% sure on that. All right. And then we have the show of shows, a two-night spectacular that is going to be featured with Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes looking like they are going to be the main event of night one? Night two. They are going to be the main event of that night should two. be night two. So they are going to be the very last match of WrestleMania on that second night. Uh, before we get there, let's talk a little bit about the NXT card that seems to be shaping up and... Seems to be pretty exciting. Johnny Gargano is going to take on Grayson Waller in an unsanctioned match. Uh, you got to believe that Grayson Waller is going to go over here, right? Johnny Gargano is going to do the job. I don't know. Probably, actually. Yeah, I feel like you got to because I don't feel like they're going to move Johnny back down the NXT, even though I don't really feel like it's moving back down anymore. I feel like they've kind of made it a third brand. It's just a completely different set of superstars, essentially. Right. I, I still believe that he Gargano has to do the veteran thing here. Then we have Braun Breaker, the NXT champion, taking on Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams. Hayes goes over because Breaker's going to appear on Monday Night Raw night after Mania, right? I'm in agreement with you, but I... Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to agree with you on that because... I get worried when they call up champions, especially somebody like Braun, who's been around for such a long time in NXT. And to me, I mean, he's over down there, but I don't know. It's just something about him that doesn't click for me. And I wonder if I'm going to be more of that current fan base that it's just not really going to click with. But I could be wrong. The carrying cross effect. Yeah, very much so. Uh, Zoe Stark versus Gigi Dolan versus Tiffany Stratton versus... Lyra Valkyria versus Indy Hartwell for the NXT Women's Championship in a ladder match after, excuse me, the NXT Women's Champion was, 
Now, it's kayfabe that she passed out and she's injured. I don't think it is. You don't think that you think that's real? Yeah. I and of course, thought, we're talking about Roxanne Perez. Who I thought I read somewhere that it, that it was real, actually. I could but be wrong. The injury is real, but I don't think her passing out is the injury. Gotcha. Okay. So that, that's, that's what I meant by that. Uh, little piece of trivia for you here, Dan. Who are the only two-time NXT Women's Champion? Or, yeah, NXT Women's Champions. Bailey and Charlotte? Shayna and Charlotte. Shayna and Charlotte, okay. And Shayna Baszler is the longest combined reign in NXT Women's Champion history. That doesn't surprise me. It is a shame that she hasn't got a run with a, with a title on the big brand yet. I don't know if she ever will. I don't think, I mean, at this point, I don't think she will. There's a lot of star power, and I think that Bianca passing her by and Bianca kind of taking that major star on Raw has kind of maybe pushed Shayna to the side. Um, let's keep going. Fallon Henley Kia, and Kiana James, the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship, are champions, with Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen are going to take on Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. Do you know it's anything Al- about these women? So Alba Fire used to be Kaylee Ray, um, and I don't know anything about Isla Dawn, but um, Alba Fire Alba Filer is going to go over. Wait, no, what's it? Kaylee Ray? No, I gotta look that up. You keep going, but I, I have to look that up to make sure I'm not. Yeah, Kaylee Ray. Yes. Okay. Um. Then we have Wesley versus Dragon Lee versus JD McDonough versus Ilya Dragunov versus Axiom in a fatal five-way for the North American Championship. That's going to be a banger. I uh, That may steal the show of the entire weekend. I am inclined I am, to agree with you. I am a huge Ilya Dragunov and a huge Wesley fan. I think both those guys are ex- just very talented. How uh, familiar are you with Dragon Lee? I am not. You're going to be pleasantly surprised. I am definitely going to tune in for that one. That's we have a huge Mark, signing. We have... Gallus, Mark Coffey, and Wolfgang, the NXT Tag Team Champions, taking on the Creed Brothers, Brutus Creed, and Julius Creed. Um, I feel like there's some consequences that need to be addressed with those two. Like, there should be a third person in that uh, tag team. You get what I'm leading on with here? Sheldon Creed? Xavier Woods. Who used to be Consequences Creed. That one went right over my head. Wow. Uh, with Ivy Nile are going to take on the family of Tony D'Angelo and Channing Stax Lorenzo. Um, I'm going to pick the Creed Brothers because I like it. But it is what it is. And then Chase University, Andre Chase, Duke Hudson, and Thea Hall will take on Tyler Bate and Schism, Joe Gacy, Rip Fowler, Jagger Reed, and Ava. And that is an eight-person tag team match. The winners gain control. Read me those names again. Chase University, consisting of Andre Chase, Duke Hudson, and Thea Hale, take on Tyler Bate and Schism, featuring Joe Gacy, Rip Fowler, Jagger Reed, and Ava. Why is Tyler Bate wrestling with Schism? I haven't watched enough NXT to know, but have the mighty have fallen. Yeah. Where is NXT UK when you need it? Um, 
Although I guess with uh, with his with his buddy the uh, the teeth title holder up at uh, playing Sheamus as Butcher Boy, you, you can't really. Uh, he lost a lot there. Like, oh man, that was one of my favorite factions, Mustache Mountain. Those two. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. So let's move on to WrestleMania, shall we? Mm-hmm. All right. So we have nothing announced as far as what's night one and what's night two, other than two matches so far. We still have two SmackDowns, a Raw, and maybe an NXT to go through. That they could announce some stuff, plus all the auxiliary, you know, the bump and stuff like that. But so far on night one, Seth freaking Rollins versus Jake Paul, Logan Paul, excuse me. Um, who you got? I have LP. Why? Because Rollins doesn't need the win, and I think they're gonna give the guy. I think they're gonna give their their social media star that's gonna run people in the the win there. Um, I mean, when you when you're looking at it like that, I mean, you, I went back and forth on this. I just think LP gets the win simply because it's. I mean, also, it's on his birthday as well, to be completely honest. He's wrestling at WrestleMania on his birthday. Well, you can't really beat that, can you? I, you see, I, I, I'm with you. I went both ways on this. I'm picking Seth Rollins just because having a part-timer win at Mania, although it seems like the WWE thing to do, I'm not sure it's the Triple H thing to do. But I can definitely see Jake Paul. Or Why do I keep calling him Jake Paul? I don't know. I mean, we probably will see Jake Paul that night, to be completely honest. And that's how I think this goes down. Rollins wins it because Jake Paul comes in and interferes on his brother's behalf. But this is another one where this could steal the show. Oh, this could could for sure steal steal the show. show. Logan Paul is way more talented than what people give him credit for. See, and I I think, I don't think Logan needs to, but I think if Logan wanted to, he for sure could wrestle a full-time schedule once the whole boxing thing with him and his brother, or the MMA thing or whatever they're going to try to do together or apart or whatever, once he decides that that's it for that, he will absolutely be a WWE superstar. He's too much of a, just a social media star in general. I don't, I just don't see that happening. He doesn't need it for the money. If he does it, he's going to do it because he wants to do it. He, he doesn't, yeah, dude, this he doesn't need the contract money. Yeah, I can assure you of that. And I don't know if the WWE would want to pay him a full-time schedule when they're paying a guy like Brock a full-time schedule still. The spotlight is too bright to walk away from. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. I, mean, you know, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad seeing it. I'll be yeah. honest. I wouldn't be mad seeing Logan make a run as a heel champion. It doesn't you, even you, have to be the main title. I don't think he should do it in the WWE, but I think Impact would be – that would be interesting. Um, and then on night – well, we're going to save that for the end of the show. As they're saving it for the end of the show. We also have uh, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. We both picked Rhea. Tell me why you picked her. Um, well, because we know Charlotte's going to get another championship around SummerSlam because it's what the WWE does with Charlotte. and. This is their place to put over Rhea. The full the story comes full circle. She beats Charlotte here, and as she lost to her what three years ago at Mania, so two or three, yeah. That yeah. that is what it is. I'm not happy about it, um, but it is what it is. I'm gonna tell you why I picked her, and it's the same reason I picked all of Judgment Day. They're gonna gain steam. 
because after WrestleMania, we're going to see a massive shift in creative. And I don't mean like the style of it's going to change. I mean, the faces of the players are going to change because the bloodline is going to go away. They're, they need time off. They've been on TV too much. We've, we've heard rumors that Roman's going away and that's great. But I think he's earned it. They need another heel stable. And that's where the Judgment Day comes in. And the Judgment Day can say, we got a champion now. We have a championship contender now. And Dominic is doing his best work. We're going somewhere. And I'm telling you, they are going to be featured very heavily, if not on Raw, but on SmackDown. Because with... And this is going to go into the other women's championship match. We might as well talk about that, too. Um, with Rhea winning the SmackDown title, it would not shock me to see Judgment Day jump, but I think their place is on Raw. So I think you could possibly see Rhea and the winner of the Raw Women's Championship match pass each other the title. I think you need them on Raw. I'm going to be honest. With the bloodline show- leaving SmackDown, though, you, you're going to need something there. And you have enough people on Raw that you can kind of fill that void. Here's my thought process on that, though. I'm going to be completely honest. It's simply because that show's so damn long. But you have enough people to fill that. I mean, is the Judgment Day really contributing more than one or two segments a show? I mean, I'm trying to think. SmackDown Although, I, although they did three that I can remember on the last show on, on, on Monday. So, you know what? Maybe you're right, but this is going to go into a few other things. I'm going to, I'm going to mention here later. Let's talk about the other women's championship match. Asuka is going to challenge Bianca Belair for the other women's title. Who do you got? I have Belair. Why? Too many titles changing hands and we know that not all titles change hands. I can't think I could be extremely wrong, but I can't think of the last mania where all titles are gonna change hands and I see a lot of other titles changing hands. That's why. I agree with you. And this is another one where I've gone back and forth, but we know Triple H has a soft spot for Asuka. Back when he ran NXT, he did. You know, he's let her bring her character from Japan over. Bianca doesn't need the belt to be relevant. She's good enough on her own, and she has built her character strong enough that she can survive this loss. And if Asuka loses to Bianca, who else is there to beat her? Like, who else has a realistic shot to beat Bianca? Like, who else can you even put into a program? You know, do you maybe... Well... Alexa may not be cleared anytime soon because I don't know. I'm, if, I'm missing something there then. Uh, she's coming off skin cancer. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, she's been having treatments for skin cancer off the side of her face. So nobody knows when she's coming back. I mean, do you put Becky in that position? Is it time for Bailey to go up against Bianca? Because we just seen that recently. Um, you know? I mean... <sighs> Are you bringing? I mean, are you bringing somebody up from NXT? Do you have another? There's nobody in, in There's nobody in NXT that's does ready. Does Charlotte come over and challenge Bianca? I mean, does Charlotte even show up after Mania? 
does she take some time off? You know, I mean, we know that there is a lull between Mania and probably July, that month before SummerSlam. You know, this is where you get guys like Dolph Ziggler and Sheamus and Christian to be your champions, you know? This is the, the slow period, right? I can see Asuka taking the belt and then Bianca chasing her all the way to SummerSlam, and then you work Charlotte back in on Raw. See what I'm saying? It just it makes yeah. sense. Um, let's talk about a match that I, I've, I've seen. A, it seems like people are on one side of the fence or the other, and they are very much on that side of the fence or the other. Lesnar almost. I have seen some that think this is going to be a shockingly good match. And I have seen some that are going to call this the dumpster fire of dumpster fires. If it is any indication of when almost tried to send Lesnar over the top rope two weeks ago and fucked it up three times in a row and they edited it to show him doing it once later in the show, it's going to be a dumpster fire. So... Now, before you go any further, is that possible that Brock was sandbagging a little bit? Like, I feel like Brock could have made that a lot easier for him. No, I don't think so. Because Brock had his back turned to him to be able to grab the ropes. Because you and I both know Brock ain't going to be able to grab the ropes going over it backwards. He's not that good. Dude's a stud athlete, man. I don't think that he was sandbagging that at all. And when I saw that, I started dying laughing. And I literally did go back. I rewind it because Sarah wasn't paying attention in the beginning. Mm-hmm. She's like, why are you laughing so hard? I said, this happened. She said, what do you mean? And I showed her. And then I fast forwarded it and showed her what happened. She's like, oh, my God, they did that so quick. Hey, say what you want about the WWE, but their video and their like their multimedia people are heads and shoulders and leaps and bounds better than. Just about anybody that does that for anywhere, for any live event. And you can include sports into that as well. Because, I mean, you, you watch the NFL. We, we both, we watch way more NFL than anybody should. And we see production trucks screw that stuff up all the time. Playing the wrong replay, not communicating with the announcers. Telestrator, graphics, screw up, whatever. Hockey, baseball, basketball, UFC, all of it. All of it screws up. I can't remember the last time the WWE has either been slow on that or had any kind of screw up with anything, at least a major one, you know, and you can, I'm sure you can find it on Google where they had the wrong name plate or, or something like that. But the WWE people are very good at what they do. Very good. Um, I'm not going to argue that with you. So who are you picking? I have Lesnar. Why? Just because? Just because I don't see Lesnar losing another Mania. Then he lost last year at Mania. Is it possible he just does the job here? Does the job for what? The great Kali? I mean, I'm telling you what. No, 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 hold on, honey. Your face, you were like, oh my God, that's such a good comparison. That is, like, that's really good, yeah. Like a really good comparison, except I think the great Kali was interesting. And I find nothing interesting about Almost. The most interesting thing about Almost is MVP. The best thing they can do for Almost is if they package, if they force, if they, if Lashley repackages with them and Almost is the enforcer and Lashley plays that heel. Exactly what I was going to say. Look for MVP to reform 
what what did he call his 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 people? His faction with Shelton Benjamin and the Hurt Business. Yes. Look for the Hurt Business to reform. Because could you imagine that it's MVP and it's almost and it's Bobby Lashley? What if we don't see the New Day again? We know Big E's wrestling is in jeopardy. I mean, how about I... Kofi? How about Kofi Kingston coming up there? I mean, could you imagine anything better than Kofi Kingston coming out to have a face-off with MVP and 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 Lashley and Omos, and then him just taking off his his New Day vest and throwing it down? And I'm tired of being positive. What has it gotten me? A a month-long title run where I was where I had to job out, and then they screwed me over at the Royal Rumble, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to do something finally for me instead of for everybody else. And bam. I think I would almost rather see an Xavier Woods do that. No, because Xavier Woods is going down to be with the Creed brothers. He's the third Creed brother. This is how the new... We were having such a good conversation. This is how the new day breaks up. And you know what? I'll give you a third thing. Big E, raw general manager... Oh, yeah. Because now they can do the whole Stone Cold thing. Where so what do they do? Give him the Jason Jordan treatment? No. I'm telling He's going to be an on-screen character. He's got to be a lot better than Adam Pierce. That's official. Oh, I hate that guy so much. But such a... Have you ever watched any of his stuff from the NWA? Like when he was the NWA champion? No, Very really. underrated. Very underrated. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk about a match that may or may not happen. Bobby Lashley versus Bray Wyatt. Now, they're hoping that Bray Wyatt's going to be healthy or that he shows up for Mania. But if it doesn't, obviously, you're going to have Bobby Lashley in play. And I think that's where the MVP stuff comes in. But what does this mean for Bray if he's not in Mania? Is it time to just put an end to all this Uncle Howdy stuff and, and the Firefly Funhouse? Because it doesn't it depends like very on what it is. If it's mental health, like I've heard, then no, I don't think you do that. I just think you let him. You give him time. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's like, I mean, I don't think that's fair for somebody to to lose their job over mental health. It's a terrible timing for something like that. Oh, no, 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 you, you misunderstand me. I'm not saying lose his job. I'm saying lose the character. Lose the the mentally unstable Bray Wyatt character. But we, I feel like we know that Uncle Howdy's not Bray. I don't feel like that's a character of his. I think it's time to cut the cord on the whole thing. So then like, what would you want to see? Because he's always been that kind of... IRS 2.0. All right. Well, this show is going downhill quick. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not being serious there, but I don't know what you do with him. And maybe you don't do anything with him. You know, we've seen we've seen serious characters like this go by the wayside and have to completely reinvent themselves and then eventually come back to what they were. What if he comes back again as the member of the Wyatt family, carrying the lantern with the fireflies and everything else to his old theme song, instead of having Uncle Howdy's kids or whatever they're going to be, have him have Karrion Cross, give him... Scarlet Bardot, give him his brother, give him, you know, hell, give him Braun Breaker, and that 
how we introduced Braun Breaker to, to Monday Night Raw and bring back the, the Wyatt family. Because that was one of the hottest and most well-written storylines for a couple of years. When you yeah, brought in Daniel Bryan and, and Randy Orton. And didn't John Cena have an involvement with that, too? I think so. Or am I thinking of... No, I'm thinking of um, NXT and the Nexus. And all that. Yeah, um, Nexus, yeah. God, I miss that faction, too. Such potential there. Such potential. Um, speaking of potential... I believe this match will be the match of mania. And it's going to be right up there with that NXT match for the North American title to be the match of the weekend. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are going to challenge the Usos for the undisputed tag team championships. We both had KO and Sami. I know why I did it. And that's because I believe the bloodline will not be on WWE television for a few months. I think they're going to, they need to take a break, you know, they're kind of getting into that John Cena shoved down our throats a little bit. But why did you pick Kevin and Sammy? Because it's time for these two to actually have a good title reign. And it, it'll be a WrestleMania moment, won't it? Yeah, and they both deserve it, to be completely honest. Conquering the bloodline. You know, and honestly, I can definitely see after Cody beats Roman, that's not a spoiler or that's not how how does that what that's not a thing that's a spoiler or whatever anyway um it will be KO and Sammy and Cody Rhodes celebrating in the ring together over the bloodline because I tell you what the Usos and Roman are going to take time off Solo and Paul Heyman Solo's going to go on a mid-card run He's going to go after the IC or the U.S. or the U.S. title. Watch. Kind of surprised that we didn't see it. We didn't see the mid car run during this time, but I kind of like the fact that we didn't. Because now it's going to be there, and you can have Heyman do segments where, yes, my tribal chief, yes, my tribal chief, we're headed out to the ring right now. Yes, my tribal chief. And then hang up the cell phone and then go out and cut a promo for Solo, who goes on an undefeated streak for a couple of months and then challenges the Intercontinental Champion or the U.S. Champion, who is what well, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Theory get squashed by him or the match he could have with any one of the three can that are going to squash. Can you squash Theory, though, right after he? I didn't say right stri- after. A couple of months after. couple of months from now going into whatever pay-per-view is directly halfway between mania and SummerSlam. So whatever that may be elimination chamber, money in the bank, what have you do it then or do it before then that way theory can be in money in the bank. That seems to make a lot of sense too. Anyway. So what do you say we move on? Yeah. I'll go with that. Uh, Trisha or Trisha. Wow. Trish. Lita and Becky Lynch are taking on damage control. Now this isn't for the tag team titles, is it? No, I can't imagine. So Uh, let's check what Wikipedia has to say. It is not. I was going to say, I don't see how you can have a, so does that mean that, um, does that mean that Lita's sticking around for a while? If she's not dropping the titles at 
Hence why I said, yet. I could see this wind up becoming a tag team title match. And then damage control uses the free bird rule. That would make a lot of sense to me. Or even have Dakota and EO get the... By the way, did you see EO at the World Baseball Classic finals? No, I did not. I yeah, sitting behind, uh, sitting just off a home plate to the to the right-hand side with uh, Akira Tozawa. It's the most Tozawa's been on television in six months. Um, But I can totally see damage control doing the Freebird rule with the Women's Tag Team Championships. Thoughts? Um, I can see that if they have the titles, but I just, I don't see it. I don't see it happening. They are, I just, I don't see Lita continuing on Monday Night Raw after Mania. And I think they need to free up Becky for a challenge to Rhea or to Asuka. Or to Bianca. We know Charlotte ain't probably not going to win, but they need to free up Becky from that so she can challenge for the championship. What are you timing out for? I'm timing out because I just realized what Tazawa and EO Sky are wearing at the WBC. Tazawa's wearing a Cardinals jersey and EO Sky is wearing a Mike Trout shirt. A Lars Newtbar Cardinals jersey, by the way. Um why you guys are oh okay, okay. So the large Newtbar the large Newtbar makes sense. But EO, why are you wearing a, a Mike Trout shirt? Why are you telling a woman how to dress? You misogynistic piece of crap. Wait, hold on. So the front of her shirt says Japan. All right, anyway, I'm I'm just going to back off of this. The front of the shirt says Japan, and then there's the back of the shirt that says Trout. I'm so confused. Shocking. Does that make sense to you? Trout didn't play for Japan. Maybe it says Beat Trout, or Trout's a bitch, or Trout's a bum. Lord it literally says Japan in English and Trout on the back. I don't know. Maybe it's a screw up. Who knows? Anyway, let's move along. Let's talk about another match that is going to be that that a lot of people are talking about and not a lot of it is good. Austin Theory will put his U.S. championship title on the line against John Cena. That U.S. title was the first major championship John Cena won in the WWE. Now he's going after it some 20 plus years later. Against Austin Theory, after Cena just absolutely destroyed him on the microphone, you got to think that he's gonna he's gonna do the job here, right? And this is gonna end with him holding up Theory's hand at the top of the ramp, right? I kind of hope he doesn't do the job. I'm gonna just I, be honest. I don't think he goes. I don't think he goes past Mania appearing in anything. Does he have anything in recording? I mean, he, he's in like four different TV shows. He still does Wipeout. He still does. Um, doesn't he do that TV show with the 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 character from the Suicide Squad? Um, with the shiny helmet. Doesn't he do that for HBO? Uh, Peacemaker. Ah, oh, you might be right. So, plus, I don't know if Cena's gonna want to do more than one match this year. Why would you? If you're John Cena and you're 40-something and your career is obviously past, you're not going to get another world title shot, probably. You know, you're going to be stuck at 16. 
why would you come back for anything less than another world title run for more than just one match? You know? I mean, just I just hope he doesn't do the job. So what do you think is going to happen? They're not going to end this one dirty. Hear me out. He doesn't do the job, right? So he wins. He wins. Theory sits in the ring distraught. Doesn't know what to do. He's completely broken down. For the next few weeks, you just see Theory in the background of Cena interviews, kind of following him around, trying to watch. And John finally goes up to him and says, hey, man, do you want your rematch? What do you want? And Theory's just like, I've lost everything. You told me that they gave up on me. And then he does the flip to the face, and Cena takes him under his wing till SummerSlam. And, uh, you know, then Cena gets the job done on him by somebody else, and Theory, you know, does the good guy thing and, and, and gets the title back in John for John Cena. So basically what you want to happen is Austin Theory being Baron Corbin six months ago. Yeah, but Austin Theory has England talent. And Mike talent. Okay. That's just idiotic of its own right, because Cena's not gonna I I that you're asking for at least ten appearances. And at least a, another match, maybe two, maybe three. Sorry, so, I gave. Sorry, I gave you in in Ed, in Edism. No, because even I, in my craziest day, would not have come up with that. That is stupid beyond stupid. Like you should be, you should feel ashamed. I wouldn't go that far. Ashamed. That that is some booking, like. I, I mean, I don't even know how to insult you at this point. Anyway, let's move along. This is a match that has not been announced, but we can see the writing on the wall, and I don't think it's going to be announced until after the Hall of Fame, until at the Hall of Fame ceremony. Dominic Mysterio takes on his daddy, Hall of Famer Ray Mysterio. We both picked Dom because the Judgment Day is going to be elite. Be be elite. And they are going to move on and and be dominant. Why did you pick Dom? For actually, you talked me into Dom earlier when you were talking about Rhea. Well, there you go. All right, I, was so. a, I was originally on... I was originally on um, Ray. Mm-hmm. But I think Ray's going to do the job for uh, for a son. I think you have to. I think there's no way around it, and it's going to be one of the most hated things. Like, people are going to destroy this match no matter how good it is. And it's it's kind of sad, to be honest. Uh, oh, let's talk, my God. Let's talk about the exact opposite of that, but still dealing with the Judgment Day. Finn Balor is going to take on Edge. Hell in the cell. What is your problem? I The, the Cavs just came a ten, overcame a 10-point deficit in, like, 30 seconds. Well, they are the best team in the NBA. Anyway, Finn Balor, Edge, Hell in the Cell. Why did you pick Finn? Why did we pick Finn? The Demon. Ooh, how hard, how loud is that pop going to be? Okay. 
I'm going to give you two scenarios. Oh, God, here we go. Demon Finn doesn't come out and I break my TV. I feel like if you were to, if you were strong enough to break a television, you would have done it a long time ago, given the fact you're a Ravens fan and the season that they've had. But continue. Uh, scenario two, Demon Finn doesn't come out and I just don't watch the match. That's probably the more likely scenario because TVs can be expensive. Mm, yeah, but you do have all that fuck you money now. so I don't. I got married. There's no such thing as that mm, anymore. Yeah. I would say it's fuck her money, but we both know that's not the case either. Anyway. um, I picked Finn because of the whole Judgment Day thing that I have said now twice. I don't, like, I honestly can see Edge doing something ridiculous here. Like, I can see him taking a just stupid bump. I don't think he's going to go from the top of the cell a la McFoley, but from the inside of the top of the cell, maybe. Like, hanging on from the top, top of the cell and and getting speared. Could you imagine that? Not really, to be completely honest here. I think it's going to be something ridiculously stupid. I don't think Edge is going to risk his career. I don't see how you can at this point. I don't see how, with the buildup this has been in and the promos that these, well, that Edge has cut, because that promo he cut on Monday. You watch that, where his floating head is among the candles? Yeah. That was was fantastic. The the promos were really good on Monday. Yeah, Monday Monday may have been one of my favorite Monday Night Raws in a long time. Um, Edge has to do something stupid. He has to do something stupid on this part, on his part. Absolutely stupid to make this match something. Either that or him and Finn are going to go 45 minutes in the main event of night one. And I think they go like 30 minutes. So here's the thing, right? You don't have to do something stupid if you get Demon Finn. And I will die on that. I will die on that sword. You give the fans the Demon we haven't seen him in how long since he's been up to the main roster? What did we see him once on the I main roster? Like, I, I think when he won the... And they was, both were before. They both what, were before the injury. Wasn't he the demon when he won the... When he got injured? When he won the... I think so. Yeah. The first ever Universal Championship. So you saw him once? Um, so I, I think if you give us that, the match doesn't have to be something outlandish and it doesn't end and fans are going to be okay with Finn going over. I think that's really the only way fans are going to be okay with Finn going over in that situation is if edge asked for the demon, he got the demon and he learned what the demon was. And I also think the demon character, which just plays in so nicely to, to the, the judgment they aspect. Right? Yeah. I always thought the demon character and Bray Wyatt would have just chemistry beyond chemistry, you know, because I see that's the thing about that Bray Wyatt character, man. You could have put Finn Balor with him for sure. And then, you know, have Bray Wyatt sit there in the rocking chair. And then when he blows out the lantern, Finn becomes the demon. You know, maybe not with the full face paint, because, you know, that. That's got to take forever to do. But just have the mannerisms of the demon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That would have made, like, oh, my God, people would have been 
it would have turned Bray into more or less a manager almost. But good gravy with that. I would have I would have loved every second of that. Um, let's talk about something we're both going to love every second out of because we may see somebody's chest bleed from the smacks that is going to be in this match. Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre in a triple threat match for the Intercontinental Championship. I'm actually changing my pick. I have gone three different ways with this. This was the last match that I picked, and I picked it. I, I changed it twice. Who are you changing yours to? Because you initially picked Drew, and now you're going with Gunther. Why? I just don't think the title comes off of Gunther. I sat here and I've contemplated this the whole time, being completely honest. I just feel like Drew and Sheamus are going to do their Drew and Sheamus type stuff, and it's just going to lead to Gunther being able to take advantage of it. You know, I'm going to change mine again. I'm changing it to Drew. I did pick Sheamus, and like I said, I picked all three of these guys at one point. But this is what I see happening. This match is going to be physical. You will hear this is awesome chance. You're going to see pictures of the aftermath where at least two of these guys are going to have handprints on their chest. You have to do this the same night you do Lesnar and almost. You almost have to do it immediately after to save the crowd. That's um, what I was going to say. And then you have the hell in a cell after it to just overload the dopamine. But um, this is Seamus's swan song. I don't think we see Seamus after this. I think this is it for him. He's what? done. Yeah. Have he even hinted at retiring? He's up there in age. He's, he's, he wrestles very physical. I mean, or you at least give him some time off. Drew with the Intercontinental Championship is intriguing as all hell because he's kind of that guy that's not 100% the face guy. He's not, he can be a heel in any match. He's going to get cheers, but he's not going to get a lot of them. So you could have Braun Breaker challenge him for the Intercontinental Championship. You can have Bobby Lashley. You can have almost. You can have Austin Theory if he loses the U.S. belt. You can have Bray Wyatt. You can have, you can have Solo Sokoa. You can have Kevin Owens. You can have Sami Zayn. You can have anybody go in a match with Drew. Plus, he works safe. So you can trust him with some of the younger guys. And it's believable. He's big enough where it's believable he could squash somebody. But a little guy could still stand a chance. Johnny Gargano. Um, I mean, just anybody could have a shot with him. And that would... Once again, remember, we are in the lull period. That that aftermath of WrestleMania. Hear me out. Gunther in the main Solo Sokoa. What about him? Gunther Solo Sokoa. I don't like it. For the IC title. I don't like it. I, I They're too similar. They're too physical with each other. Not saying that because all three of these guys are, but it seems like their moveset would overlap a lot. And I can't see Gunther falling to the Samoan spike. And I, I just, I don't see it. It's not there for me. But I can see Drew and Solo going at it with each other. I can see Drew with just about anybody. I don't know if I can see Gunther with just about anybody. Mm. But I can see Gunther in the main event. Especially with Imperium behind him. Because if you take the belts off the Usos, and you give them to KO and Sammy, 
You can bring Imperium right in after that to challenge those two guys. And that's a match I would love to see 10 times. I need the belts split up. That's the next thing. And that's what we got Backlash for. Because isn't Backlash next? I feel like Backlash. Uh, I feel like it is next, too. It should be. WrestleMania Backlash. I mean, although that was just a, a, yeah, Backlash is next. They dropped the WrestleMania from it, thank God. But, uh, yeah. Um, Yeah. It just, it makes so much sense to split it there. At Backlash, you split all the titles there. You split, you split them after Monday Night Raw. You do another draft, and SmackDown says, we want our title back. Screw you guys. We want our title back, and it's going to be the big gold belt. You can combine them two. That's what we're going to do. And the big gold belt goes to SmackDown. And at Backlash is the culmination of a tournament to crown a new big gold belt champion. You ain't getting SmackDown the big champion. gold belt. Uh, there's rumors. You ain't getting the big gold belt. So you're picking Gunther and I'm picking Drew. But in reality, the fans are, the who, are who wins. Oh, for sure. For sure we win on that one. Now, I did a little fantasy booking on this next one. And there's only two matches left, and they're both uh, multi-person matches. I did a little fantasy booking on this one, and I know you hate me when I do this, but I feel like this is actually going to happen. Okay? So it is the Street Profits versus Ricochet and Strowman versus the Alpha Academy versus the Viking Raiders. This isn't fantasy booking. This is the actual match. I'm talking about my explanation of what's going to happen in the match. Okay. Maximum male models is going to cost the Alpha Academy the match. Okay? The Viking Raiders will be the first ones out because they have had no buildup. I have not seen them on television. It makes sense for them to have a strong showing, but ultimately lose to the Street Profits who, are, who get the hot tag. Okay? That's when Alpha Academy causes, or Maximum Male Models causes Otis to leave the ring and join them. Chad Gable goes with him. Count out. Then that leaves us with Ricochet and Strowman versus the Street Profits. And from there, it's a pick em. I'd like to think it's a Street Profits so they can be in that tag team picture. But I can see Ricochet and Strowman because maybe this is when we finally see that Montez Ford yep. heel turn. That's why I didn't pick the Street Profits. It makes um, it it's perfect to do it right here. Because then you go into Backlash and you already have a match set up that's beautiful. Well, here's the thing. I don't think we get Ford as a heel. I think we get Ford as a face and Dawkins as a heel. Whatever works. My Whatever reason works. for that is Bianca. Bianca's not turning heel anytime soon. I'm cool with that too. Because then after Backlash, you now have one mid Carter guy. They could go after either one of the mid-card titles. Montez Ford is going to be a WWE champion within the next five years. Oh. Book it, book it, book it. Like the main champion. He is going to be a world champian. Okay. I'll be enough to disagree with you. How about this? I'll give you something better. Cody Rhodes goes to SmackDown. The big gold belt stays on Raw. They have... At Money in the Bank, instead of the Money in the Bank champ, they still have the Money in the Bank ladder match, but they also, that's where they crown the big gold belt champion. And it's going to come down to Gunther, and it's going to come down to Montez Ford. Gunther's going to win. 
Ford's got the main event at the next pay-per-view after Money in the Bank. Watch that match 100 times out of 100. How do you split the titles, though? Exactly how I told you. Brand split. We want this guy. We want a new champion. I mean, so that's like something Pierce has to do. You introduce a new SmackDown general manager, Big E Langston. Raw general manager, Big E. What's Teddy Long doing? I guess since no, the Undertaker's... Please don't give me, please don't give me Teddy Long. I, I guess since Can the you Undertaker... stop watching old shows before we, before we start doing... Holla, holla, holla. I guess since, uh, since the Undertaker's retired, he can't use his major threat <laughs> for punishment for anybody. What's Kurt Angle doing? I mean, yeah, we've already seen it, but what if Triple H becomes an on-screen character? Isn't it about time for Stephanie McMahon to come back it, to do her bi-yearly, I'm going to be on TV again? What about Shane? I don't Maybe Vince. Um, what about saying. Eric Bischoff? Paul Heyman's going to need something to do after the bloodline dies. And it makes sense when Roman wants to come back. If Paul Heyman is in an authority position, boom, he just puts Roman Reigns back in the title picture. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we get. Um... How about Byron Saxton? How about Wade Barrett? How about Pat fucking McAfee? As a general manager. Issue with, issue with that is, is McAfee's contract's probably getting renewed with um, ESPN. Yeah. Do it for so six I, months. Have him unless lose. Unless you're it, doing him on Raw. Have him lose on Survivor Series or wherever and have him go away for college football because Survivor Series lines up pretty much perfect with that. Or even SummerSlam does in August <laughs> and he can be on the shows in September. Or you could just put him on Raw. Then you don't have to worry about that. That's possible, too. Uh, what about Corey Graves? Boy, Corey he... wants to get back in the ring. Did you see that? What a better way to do it than win your chance to be a general manager. There's a lot of things that are out there. Goldberg. Free agent Goldberg. Bring him in to be a GM, because Lord knows he can talk on the microphone, can he? <laughs> and the final match on the card, which we don't know yet. It's Liv and Rochelle Rodriguez versus question marks versus question marks versus question marks. Do we even want to... I mean, Natty and somebody's got to be in this, right? Shayna and Ronda? I, I haven't heard anything about Ronda, but you know Shayna's got to be in this. Uh, Chelsea Green and um, Carmella, you know, they're yeah. going to be in this. In yeah. fact, that, that was pretty much hinted at on Raw. It's probably going to be announced next Monday. So we got two teams. You know, Natty's going to be with somebody. So, yeah. Do you care? About this match? No, not, not one bit. This is a pilot cleanser. This is a bathroom break match. This is a, you guys. This will come. actually probably be a good match with some of the people in it. There's going to be highs and lows in this match. But we don't sure. even know who's, I mean, Nia Jax and Shayna, right? You'd think maybe. We haven't seen Nia Jax in a while. Is she even on the roster anymore? No, that was a one-off. They said after, after like, she came out and said that Rumble was a one-off. Okay, so, I mean, who else is really left? Is this where you maybe bring in some surprises? Maybe, I mean... Uh, what, for this match? No. 
No, there's no Stacey Keebler and Tori Wilson come back. This is this is where I just want to hang up on you. No, I, I'm I'm being serious. Like, who do you? No, it's going to be nothing but current stars. What do you mean? It, it's going to be. But who is it going to be? All right, so Ronda and Shane is one. Natty and somebody. I don't think Ronda's coming back, dude. What do you mean? They're still a tag team. I don't think Ronda's going to be at Mania. For one, she is a big enough star, especially in Hollywood, that they would have announced her more than a week before Mania. Okay, so fine. You're going to get Candice LeRae and Nikki Cross. There's your other tag team. Okay, so you got Candice LeRae and Nikki Cross, Chelsea Green and... Carmella. Carmella. Liv and Rochelle, and then you assume it's going to be Natty and... Who knows? Somebody. Maybe Beth Phoenix. I think Beth Phoenix is going to be too tied up with the Hell in a Cell stuff. I mean, I see that being dirty. Like, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to interfere with that. So We are getting Demon Finn. We are getting no interferences, period. So let's look at the women that are on the roster, okay? You have Alexa Bliss and active cancer treatment, right? Asuka's already in a match. Bailey's already in a match. Becky, Bianca, Candice LeRae, you said, is one. Mm-hmm. Carmella and Chelsea Green. Okay, Dakota Kai is in a match. Dana Brooke with Natty. Dana maybe. Brooke with Natty, yeah. They've tagged recently. Uh, Mia Yim. Who is Mia, Mia team? She's teamed with somebody recently. Uh, how about you said Candice LeRae and... Nikki, Nikki Cross. Cross. What about Piper Niven? No. You don't see I, this place for I don't. I don't see her on the card. Tamina? No, unless Tamina's tagging with Natty. Okay, then we have Aaliyah. B-Fab is apparently still on the roster. Charlotte's in a match. Emma. I don't know if she's... How, Lacey Evans returning. Uh, Liv Morgan. We've already lives in the match. There you go. We already said Natty, Raquel Rodriguez, Ronda Rousey, maybe. Uh, we know Scarlett Bordeaux is not going to be in there. Where's Karrion Cross? Why isn't he in something at Mania? You know, but I get you want to keep it small. Shana, how about Shotzi Blackheart? What's she doing? Shotzi and Natty. I feel like they've teamed recently, too. Uh, Sonya Deville. Tegan Knox, Valhalla. Tegan. Okay, so okay, so what I'm getting at is Natty's definitely in this match with someone. Zelina Vega, ZLE. There's a lot of women that are left off of here. That, or do we see an NXT? Co- okay, let's do this because we have a few minutes left. Um, these are the people from NXT. I, I'm just going to read off some names. You stop me if you hear anybody that could potentially be on WrestleMania or the night after. Andre Chase, Apollo Crews, Axiom, Boa. Ron Brecker. Yes. Brooks Jensen. Brutus Creed. Cameron Grimes. Carmelo Hayes. Channing yes. Stax Lorenzo. Ooh, interesting. Uh, Charlie Dempsey. Dabakato. Damon Kemp. Dante Chen. Dijak. Dragon Lee. Drew Gulak. Duke Hudson. Eddie Thorpe. Andres Inofe. Um, some of these names are just foreign to me. Elton Prince, Grayson Waller, Guru Raj, Hank Walker, Eichmann Giro, Ilya Dragunov, Jagger Reed, Xavier Bernal, wow, J.D. McDonough, Joe Coffey, Joe Gacy, Josh Briggs, Julius Creed, Kit Wilson, Malik Blade, Mark Coffey, 
Nathan Frazier, Odyssey Jones, R.O. Mensah, Quincy Elliott, Rip Fowler, Roderick Strong, inactive ankle injury, not going to happen. Sang- Sanga, Scripps, Tony D'Angelo, Trick Williams, Tyler Bate, Veer Mahan. Tyler Bate, maybe? That's where Veer went off to? That's is, is wow. he down there? Is he down there with uh, what you call it? Be more sincere. No, Jinder Mahal is not in the WWE, buddy. What do you mean? He's literally on NXT. He just was in the main Jinder event. Jinder Mahal is not on the NXT roster, according to Wikipedia, which is updated to the minute. Oh, my God. I'm literally going to smack you in the face when I Vaughn see him. Wagner, Wesley, Wolfgang, Zion, Zion Quinn. You show no. me where Jinder Mahal is on TV, and I will admit that I am wrong. Anyway, we've met our WrestleMania picks. What you can get the next time you hear our voices is our Major League Baseball preview show, where we are going to give you our division winners, our picks for the win-loss records, MVP picks, Cy Young's Manager of the Year, Rookie of the Year, Comeback Player of the Year, Most Disappointment, whatever other awards we decide to throw in there. We're going to give you who's going to finish what and where in the MLB. We're going to talk a little bit about some NHL stuff as the playoffs will be right around the corner. We're going to talk about the NBA playoffs. You're going to get all of this and so much more than on our next episode of the Players to be Named Later podcast. WWE, look up, look up NXT Roadblock card and look up the date for that card. You literally, like, if you were here, I'd smack you. Mm-hmm. hmm It was Braun Breaker and the Creed Brothers versus Ginger Mahal and two jabronis that are of Indian descent, which makes me sound really racist. Yes, it does. Although it does say on him. Okay. All right. Yeah. I apologize. I was wrong. Anyway. So you're going to get all of that. Be sure to check out the Sports Dispatch Facebook page. You can find that on Facebook. Just search the Sports Dispatch. You will find our logo. Search for us there. You're going to get your daily Did You Know What Happened on This Date thing, plus another daily post of something pretty interesting. You're going to find that each and every day coming forward. You're all, the next time you hear the Caps, Locks, and Chair Shots podcast will be after WrestleMania when I tell Dan how dumb he is for making the picks that he did. We will break down Mania and talk about the Raw after and where the WWE is going forward. So if he's in NXT, is that hindering him from being in the main event? Are they hindering the gender? And as always, folks. all right hey i got this this is my line dickhead anyway as always ladies and gentlemen we'd like to thank you all for listening and uh, just remember if you're not down with the caps locks and chair shots podcast danny boy has two words for you oh my okada omega oh you screwed it up again keep listening